There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. So the authors for the 2020 festival are up online at emiratesletfest.com. The festival is happening from the 4th to the 9th of February and there are some incredible speakers for whatever sort of topic or books you're sort of interested in. So from Ziadin Yousafzai to actually my co-host today as well. I'm excited to be coming back to the Lit Fest to uh, teach a workshop and uh, do some individual coaching. And I'm super excited to be seeing uh, two of the authors who we're going to talk about today, uh, Santa Montefiore. We're going to be talking about her book, The Secret Hours, today. And Tayari Jones, who's an American marriage, is one of Barack Obama's favorite books. And, and Oprah's as well. I know, so It's right? like she was like, who can I make like my book? All of the tick, important tick, people. Tick. Um, so we'll be talking about that later on in the show. Um, and just to recap very quickly or introduce you to an American marriage. So basically two newlyweds have their worlds turned upside down by a false conviction in an American marriage by Tayari Jones. And it's wonderful. And as I read this, like as Alison said, it's been recommended by Barack Obama. It's been recommended by Oprah. So I was so glad I had read it because it was an excellent book. But I did feel that there was a bit of pressure anyway to read it because of the number of people recommending it and talking about it. And so I wondered, and I'd like to ask you this question, listeners, do you ever feel guilty about not reading books? What, what book do you feel shame admitting that you haven't read? Or perhaps you quite rightly don't feel any guilt, but the world makes you feel maybe a bit less than for not having read it. Let us know on 4001. It's something that's happened to me quite a bit as well. So I'd love to hear your stories. So to get in touch with the show today, 4001 is the text line. Or you can use the free Dubai Eye Messenger app as well. Um, so more on an American marriage later. But very quickly, Alison, has that ever happened to you? I have it, it more so in grad school. When I was getting my MFA, there were definitely books that everyone was expected to have read. And I must admit, I have really low taste in literature. I love murder What's mysteries. Low? Okay. <laughs> I love thrillers. Um, and I love them because of something that Dorothy Sayers said, which is that detective stories are proof that in the end, good wins. And so I find them very comforting to mm -hmm. read. Um, whereas a book like An American Marriage, it's very challenging. And I'm not always up for an intellectual challenge after I have finished a long day of writing and reading for work. Sometimes I just want to relax with something. And, and I think that's the challenge with so many of these, oh, it's so great, everyone should read it. So often they're a book that I feel bad about myself after I have read it. Wow. Yeah. And also the fact that Sometimes when somebody tells you that you have to do something, mm. it makes it less enjoyable and it starts feeling a little bit like homework. Exactly. Exactly. I, I want to read something because it draws me in and I want to know what happens to these people. And that, that is one of the cool things about An American Marriage is the people come to life so beautifully. You really do want to know what's going to happen to these people and how are they going to react to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, 4001 is the text line. You can use the free Dubai Eye Messenger app as well. What book do you feel guilty about not having read or what? book have, have people made you feel guilty for not having read um, we don't think that you should feel guilty at all so public disclaimer there for talking of books any of the books that we talk about today any of the stories we encourage you to read them but it's okay if you don't as well it's completely up to you um, so we have another festival author with us in the studio obviously Alison herself she's doing some cool things next February at the festival that you can sign up to right now at emiratesletfest.com um, so for any aspiring writers listen closely 
Well, I am teaching a workshop called Seven Drafts, Self-Edit Like a Pro from Blank Page to Book. And uh, what this workshop does, one quick second, I have to cough. Annabelle, do you have a magic cough button? I have a magic cough button. Oh, hit the magic cough button. Excuse me. It's not that magic. It was, I don't know, I, I, I felt magic. Like it magically made my cough get better. So okay. thank you, Annabelle. Um, so one of the things I see as a, as a professional editor is that there are people who want to write a book and there are people who want to publish a book. I'm guessing, let's see if I've got this right, that this is not the same thing. It totally is okay. not. And wanting to have published a book is a totally legit and valid goal. But it is a different process to pump out a self-help book or really specialize in a very narrow genre of romance and you write one book a month. Or you really want to get your personal life story out there so you work with a ghostwriter, you finish it in a month. And that's a totally legit and valid goal. But it is very different from taking the time to write a book where the focus is much more on writing the very best book you can rather than packaging the best product you can sell the fastest. And so this workshop is specifically for people who are going into the writing process. Either they have an idea and they don't know how to make it into a book, or they've written a first draft, maybe even a second draft, and they're not sure what what to do from there. So I advocate a seven draft process. And in each draft, you tackle different things. One is about story. One is about characters. And it, it helps you address the common mistakes that agents and publishers see when they see brand new manuscripts. And it also is a way to improve your own writing before you spend big bucks on a freelance editor, before you call in a favor and ask your best writing teacher to read your manuscript and give you their time. And these are a series of steps that people can do to get their book to the point where it's ready to submit. So if you're at the point where you think, okay, this is ready, you're probably better off I was going to say double checking, but it's actually, what, what, what's the word for seven times checking? Well, yeah, because I mean, the the first draft is where we tell the story to ourselves. And that's why so many first drafts are so very long, uh, or they're very, very short, because we've told the story to ourselves in our head and not put it on the page. So between the first draft and the second draft, your job is to focus the story and get it in a way that somebody who's not in your head understands what's going on, but they also also only have the information they need to understand what's going on. And, and I think, too, a lot of us think, oh, I need 50 pages of backstory so that they will understand the world. And that, that doesn't work really at all. And, and I say all books have to start with suck. Okay. You can't just leave it there. <laughs> so suck is your simple, unexpected, concrete kickoff to the beginning of the book. So, for example, wonderful book by Mark Haddon, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Oh, I and love it, that book. Isn't it fabulous? Um, if you are writing a book that is an adult book with a child narrator, you should absolutely read that book because it's a brilliant example of it. And in the beginning of the book, one of the first five sentences is, there was a dead dog on the lawn. The dog was dead. The dog had a garden fork sticking out of it. And that it's simple. There is a dead dog on the lawn. It's unexpected. There's a dead dog on the lawn. It's concrete. It's a specific thing. There's a dead dog on the lawn. And it kicks off the story because the whole rest of the story is the protagonist trying to find out why is there a dead dog on the lawn. 
Apologies to all of the animal lovers on Saturday morning. No actual dogs were harmed in the making of this show. But you have reminded me of uh, why that kind of opening is important, but also how much I love that book. It makes me want to read it all over again. Um, If you are interested in addressing some of these mistakes that Alison mentions, these common mistakes that agents see that you can fix before sending out your work, um, how many drafts your novel or memoir really needs, all of these questions and more. She'll be speaking on Wednesday, the 5th of February about this. That's when her workshop is um, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. And it's called Seven Drafts, Self-Edit Like a Pro from Blank Page to Book. Yeah, and we'll be talking about people's individual and specific manuscripts in the context of things that everyone in the room can be doing to improve their book. Now, some people might be thinking, I don't know if I'm ready for a workshop. I'm scared about presenting my work in a group. Or they might have something more specific to talk about. And for that, we're also doing some individual coaching meetings. And those are happening Friday the 7th of February, 10 to 12, and also 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock. So there are various slots that the festival will contact you about by the end of January. But it does mean submitting a bit of work beforehand, and the 28th of January is your deadline. So you still have plenty of time to think about that. Um, But these are the kind of things that sell out fast. So in terms of the writing, you have time, but not in terms of signing up. So emirateslipfest.com for more information about any of the workshops that we've been talking about and for more information. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.